Hello everyone, this is uh, Coach Tommaso with uh, Coach uh, Joao, uh, head coach of BR, and uh, we're going to be your host uh, for today. We're going to talk about exercise versus training in these uh, timings of uh, COVID-19. We had a nice chat uh, last week with all the athletes and they asked us some questions. So we're going to wrap up and uh, talk about what we talk with our athletes. The topic Hello, is uh, exercise training. So Joao, all yours. Hello guys. Hello everyone. Uh, as uh, Coach Tomaso said, uh, we had a very nice uh, conversation with our athletes a um, few days ago. And we're going to keep uh, exploring a little bit more the topic uh, that is more related to the difference between exercise and training. Uh, because at this moment, everybody's in between those two uh, variations of, of, of sports. Uh, the difference between exercising and training is it's massive. Um, that starts from the mental state that when you are training for a specific race, uh, you actually prepare yourself for a, a much more organized and a structured workout. While when you are not preparing for a very specific race, what happens is there is a little bit of relaxation on your mental um, state because. There is no time frame from the point that you are training now to the point uh, that you, you have an event. So we are now at a phase that there is no time frame for, for the, the, the period that you're going to stay uh, locked down. And then um, what takes us to a more exercising perspective than training for something. Uh, and then uh, on this situation, we, uh, we want to give a little bit uh, of the difference between both uh, aspects of uh, sports. What, what do you think uh, are the implications? I mean, like there are obviously impl mental implication and physical implication, no? and most of the athletes have concerns about the, the fitness, but what do you think is the, the most important right now between mental and physical? I think um, from uh, what uh, we've been seeing our athletes and we have a good number of people that can give to us a little bit of uh, a good average of what's happening with everybody. As we coach around uh, between 60 to 75 people, active athletes at this book, right? So uh, what I see is a, an undulation of motivation between each one of the athletes. I don't see everybody motivated at the same time and i don't see everybody demotivated at the same time and i think it's kind of what is happening with everybody when some days you wake up and you feel everything's okay and you can go through and it's easy and it's not so bad and then the next day it might hit you very hard the lockdown the stress and everything and you just feel that it's not going anywhere right so i think yeah the the uh, what's happening with our athletes as a as a mental um perspective i think it's um 
day by day, um, people are trying to find the why to keep active. And it's not as we are used to have a long-term or a short-term short goal. I think we are going through a day uh, challenge. So every day we put in our heads that we need to complete this training. It's important for our uh, health. It's important for our fitness. And then the next day we go to another day. What we've been trying to do with our athletes, it's to have to give to them a very short goal, like a, a week. So we are not thinking a long-term preparation. We are thinking of more a short-term preparation, very short, like a, a micro cycle of training. And then that week we have some achievements and some goals. And um, to complete a little bit your question, I think the most important thing now is to balance um, between the stress that we have from outside, um, work, family, and uh, the stress of how long we're going to stay locked the lo down. Logistics, the logistics of uh, this lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, and don't overstress of having to do certain amount of training. So I think you need to match both things um, to don't uh, end up creating an extra stress because you want to achieve some something on your training. So I think it's yeah. it's a very tricky yeah. balance now. Yeah, level of commitment commitment is very difficult to to keep it strong. But we have seen that these guys uh, have been working hard as a team, and this is. You know, it's awkward because we are all far away. And then as a teamwork, we see with our chat that everybody's uh, challenging each other. And uh, this is helping, I think. I mean, more than ever, you, you, you've been finding people training together, you know, remote. But this, this has, has allowed them to at least achieve the, the daily challenge that we have uh, given them as, uh, as coaches. Uh, another aspect that remember some of the guys they were they were saying okay my my fitness what is my fitness now how is gonna it's gonna go down and uh, you know when we start where i'm gonna be and you answered pretty well uh, last time um i think uh well we've been uh, between us coaches um uh discussing uh some articles to 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 prepare for them and uh, luckily, or I don't know, but I was just preparing exactly the same um, uh, article, trying to find the numbers for the athletes uh, to help them to understand what's going on with their body during the, 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 the lockdown period. And uh, we find out some research that saying that usually um, in a period that you don't you don't exercise a very specific sport, let's say if you're not running at all and you're not doing anything to try to compensate that movement, you know, so we know that running is a sequence of jumps or the strength of your legs or glutes. So if you're not using those muscles, you're probably losing every 10 to seven, uh, every seven to 10 days um, around 10% of, of your fitness on that sport, right? It's a very specific to the sport that you are not doing. Uh, while if you are trying to compensate with more cycling or more strength, you might 
being able to keep your overall fitness of uh, your triathlon performance, but losing a very specific fitness on your running. So it, there are two things that we have to think about. One is your overall fitness and the other is the specific sports that you're not doing, right? So of course, when you don't do anything related to a certain activity, uh, you're gonna lose fitness on that specific activity. And if you are trying to compensate somehow doing um, a lot of heat workouts, body weight strength, or even cycling or doing um, whatever you can do more, you might be able to reduce the, the lose of your overall fitness while you just lose the specific activity that you're not doing. Um, is that, uh, what do you think? Did I answer clear for the guys? Yes, yes, definitely. Specificity of the, of the yeah. disciplines is, is what you're gonna lose now because uh, you know, some guys are running as well on the treadmill. Yeah, you feel like you're running, but then you need to be very careful when we start again that you know, injuries are behind the corner. So, you know, going outside is going to be different. Like, for example, on the bicycle, we didn't talk about this the other day, but this is important. We have been riding, just standing there in a fixed position, okay? The next time we're going to go out, we're going to have turns, we're going to have bumps, we're going to have rocks. So we need to remember that we need to take it easy because, yeah, if at a certain point you have been riding like thousands of kilometers indoor, you're going to have the strength, but your skills, your ability, your agility to, to ride around, this is also another aspect that we need to, to consider, as well as the run. You know, that running on the treadmill, yeah, it's very, it's very, you know, it's a good activity for, for many reasons, but then when you go out, the, you know, the ground is going to be different, so your joints and your muscles are going to suffer, so we need to take it easy. Anyway, it, it's, a, it's a moment of uh, uh, physical reflection, I would say, where you know, we take it easy for a while. We, we, we feel ourselves we are in the preparation phase you know, for, for something that in the moment that we're going to have dates, now we can rebuild. You know? And as, a co as coaches, we have the ability to spike again uh, the workouts and the, you know, with the new periodization and, uh, and trying to get the, the athletes uh, to do their, their, their workouts much better. We were talking also about uh, knowledge because right now this is a good moment, you know, if, we, if the workouts are a little bit shorter uh, to explain the athletes what we are doing. So we, we have been working on hits, we've been working on VO2 max, we've been working on FTP. Now, obviously, we don't have a time objective, so we cannot push those, those, those uh, variables too hard, but at least we can talk to the athletes so they, they become self-aware because in the end, if, if an athlete is self-aware of his body, of these uh, parameters, it's much easier to coach. And then he's going to have less questions going on and uh, it's, it's going to work out a little bit more autonomously. Now, uh, it's not a self, I mean, like, uh, maybe we're going to lose the athlete because he's going to uh, <laughs> go by himself. So yeah. be it. I mean, like, uh, that's, let's say, our mission, you know, to... Um, to give knowledge to the athletes and to make sure that they are uh, self-aware. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break for one minute. At Bespoke, guys, we provide for you fresh workouts every day for all levels. Beginners, intermediate, and more advanced. Follow us.
pause the recording. <laughs> yeah, so talking a little bit more of uh, self-awareness and um, what Coach Tommaso was mentioning before, I think um, what we would like to, to see in our athletes, it's the ability to, to uh, understand what effort they're doing um, at each moment of a session. And uh, uh, if that effort is really related to what we ask on the training, uh, of course, we are not trying to create any science, uh, um, professional uh, science uh, uh, in triathlon from our athletes, but we would like them to understand a little bit more of the relation between the effort and what we are asking on the session. So we don't have people um, doing wrong zones during the session. And also if they transfer a certain uh, amount of uh, effort that they're doing now to a race, is that a, rea uh, a realistic effort or not? So this is also what we are working a little bit during this uh, period of time where, for example, most of my workouts, I'm not building on training peaks and I'm just writing the description for them. So they have to go by feeling and by knowing the zones instead of the trainer, uh, the indoor trainer, for example, uh, set the power for them, which is very tricky because we know that the power variation on, on Wahoo, for example, is three seconds. So it keeps variating a little bit. So um, I think that's uh, a, a very good teaching on how to ride the bike um, constantly, because most of the time, if the trainer sets the power for ourselves, we don't have to think about and just keep pushing. But if there is no uh, certain power there, you have to keep looking the numbers and also finding the right pressure on the pedal, right? So this is also, that's what we talk about self-awareness. Uh, in another sense as well is the days that we really don't feel well to train uh, and there is, and we're not talking about the day that we are just a bit lazy or, or, you know, just kind of tired. We're talking about the really days that you feel drained and, and you just don't have it on you to train. It's totally fine to this, during this period of time, to take it easy, step back, because uh, we need to understand that we are all under pressure now. And uh, it's okay to have a good day with your family or just reading or just even resting, uh, focus uh, on another thing, you know. So I think self-awareness is a very important uh, word now. And uh, we are trying to explore as much as possible during the, this period as well. Yeah, there was another an athlete the other day asked me, okay, I'm going to run 20Ks. And he was like, uh, should I use the, the smash pace? I was like, the, the level of fitness you have now is not going to be a smash pace. It's going to be heart rate. Go on heart rate, zone two, take it easy, see how it goes. Because if you start going at, you know, your race pace that you had like three months ago, well, probably you're going to keep it for two minutes, for two kilometers, I don't know, but the heart rate is going to spike. This is what, not what we want to do in a, in a preparation phase. So uh, knowing where your heart rate, what your heart rate feels, you know, getting back in contact with your body, 
you know, those exercises, long exercises that you were doing before and trying to understand where, where you are. This is a very important moment to do it. And as you said, I haven't thought about the, you know, the, these workouts where you just even, you know, ride in this zone without, uh, you know, the control of the turbo trainer. Uh, these are actually really good because they, they will allow the, the athletes, you know, to work on a skill that sometimes outdoor, you know, you just get focused on this computer, just looking at the power. And now, you know, if you start feeling much more in the legs, then when you are going to go out, your, your uh, neuromuscular training actually is improved and it's going to give you the ability to train also without the computer because it's going to be so aware of what the, that zone yeah, power true. is going to be. It's gonna feel like, yeah. Uh, there are few skills that uh, uh, few skills yeah, that the athletes are working now, and we will be working a lot about strengthening, right? So we've done a lot of uh, online uh, sessions where we have been uh, giving a lot of strength. Um, how do you feel? Because there are some athletes, uh, you know, we have, we have a, a different kind of a, a big spectrum of athletes from beginner to advanced, okay? And some of the athletes, uh, uh, they don't have the tools, okay? So in this moment, we find the beginners that, you know, they, they were starting riding outdoor, but they don't have a turbo trainer, they don't have a treadmill. How do we keep these guys engaged? We, we, I mean, we have methods, but, you know, what, what do you use for them? Well, I think here is um, what I found out uh, this period of uh, when started, as soon started, I think um, the world and we could see a wave of challenge that now it's like slowly uh, going down and down and down because people understand that they cannot do a challenge every day, right? So we had massive wave of challenge via Instagram that every day you were targeted like I challenge this guy to do this and that. And then slowly now it's kind of a normal life indoor. And because we realized that it's going to be longer than we thought, right? So we have a massive wave, uh, the same way of buying uh, online equipments and uh, indoor trainers are sold out all over the world. So um, I think people had this panicking attack at the beginning of the lockdown in the world where they find themselves like trying to do as much as they could. And then slowly, now we, we, we feel that it's going longer. So we are kind of, okay, let me pace a little bit because it's not going uh, as quick as I thought. So I cannot do a, a max challenge every single day. And then on this way, the motivation, because you know, the challenges are going slowly uh, less. The motivation also, it's kind of dropping sometimes, right? And then the athletes that they don't have the tools those for the coach, they, uh, of course, they are, there is a bigger challenge. How are we going to engage a person at home that didn't realize they should have something before, you know, at home? They kind of were in a certain routine. They didn't need anything at home. They were using everything outside. Um, and then it's, at one day to the next, they see themselves without any equipment. So yeah. what, we, yeah, what we found out is, there are many, many things you can do with your body to keep your strength and your conditioning. It's not as good as you could do with the proper tools. But if you variate time 
reps and exercise along the days, you, you can keep someone um, in a certain level of fitness. And it's very, very important to have a good communication with the coach to, uh, because it's very easy also to find, to feel that, that it's not worth to keep going, right? So I think uh, there are two, two things is create a, a very good uh, variation of exercise. So it's never so boring. And the second point is to have a good communication with the coach and with the team to always keep engaged at some, uh, somehow with a group of people and uh, getting some feedback with the coach. I think these three points are very, very important. So variation, uh, having a group of people that you are engaged and a good communication with the coach. I think if you have this uh, close to you, it, you might be able to go through this period of time with a very less um, uh, limited equipment. Uh, Strengthening yeah, is, a, is a really good topic because you know, in the moment that the, the gyms were closed, we lost all the three, these three aspects that you were talking about. We lost them one day from another. And so some guys felt lost, but, you know, I've been always scheduling this strengthening workout and most of the athletes have never taken them like, you know, I have to do it priority one. So, so that was the first workout they were skipping, you know, strengthening instead of making like three sessions per week, especially in preparation phase where you want to have them like continuous, you know, like you want to work on, on many skills, you know, they were skipping them, you know, because riding the bike outdoor is much better. Now that they don't have it, now they're finding themselves, you know, doing strengthening workout, which is going to be so good in the moment that you start, you know, starting the base and build and everything. So uh, from a certain point of view, this is going to give the athletes uh, a strength, you know, a strength for the future training. And uh, yeah, the variations that we have now, it's uh, the making the training also uh, more entertaining and more, uh, engaging um, I think um, just a little bit more on that I think uh, uh, that I have many many athletes that um, we've been trying to put like 15 minutes of core or upper body strength for example before any exercise even if it, before they were at home so let's say previous a uh, bike set to do 15 minutes of that and 15 minutes of planks and and a variation of push-ups and stuff and uh, because before um, it didn't make too much sense for them. What they were doing was like sleeping that 15 minutes more and then just riding the bike and then sending to us saying, ah, sorry, coach, I was so tired, I could not do. And while you see now when you put them facing certain kind of movements, they're struggling, you know? You go for a guy that uh, doesn't have a very strong upper body strength, right? So what happened to this person when he swim? You know, he gets fatigued very quick. And uh, it's not uh, only technique, it's technique and strength. Because, of course, a not good swimmer, let's say, a not very experienced swimmer, the technique is uh, 90% of what he should learn. But there is 10% of strength that when the technique starts to fail, at least he's strong to keep going. But if you don't have both of the things, uh, it's going to be really bad for you, right? So we see people now uh, with a very weak core, glutes, upper body, or even lower body strength, 
um, that they are facing challenges in a very simple movements, you know, a, proper, a very simple push-up or a variation of the squat. And uh, we are being, as you said, we're doing a lot of online class, which is, which I found good as a coach as well, because I see all of them at the same time and very close to me. So I can see very clear when they are struggling or not, you know, in a very simple movements that let's say for a guy that's finished three, four, five, six, or even two full Ironmans or seven half Ironmans, we expect him to do a set of push-ups easily, but that's not what happened, you know? So, and then we compare the results of, of something, let's say a swim, and we, we know the swimming is not really well for that specific athlete. And now we compare with the strength that he doesn't have, right? So you can see where is the gap. And, I, uh, and this moment, it's a really, really, really good moment to push a little bit more the weakness of, uh, that you have, right? Yeah. Do you think uh, as a coach, <laughs> we are gonna capitalize from this way of, 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 uh, of coaching, way of uh, doing classes in the future? Like, I mean, at a certain point they will reopen. Do you think that this is a good way? Because uh, we didn't think about it until we had the tools, until yeah. we had the space, we didn't think about it. But now people are getting used to it and they have adapted to this kind of, uh, you know, because it is effectively is buying some time to them, you know, not, not taking the car and going to the gym or not get, so in this way, we, we, we effectively are gaining some, some, uh, some, some precious time for our lifetime doing yeah. this training. Okay. Well, what do you think? Is we're going to use it again in the future? Uh, man, I think this question is really, really good. And I think it's uh, related to, to everything that all the business are like concerned about and maybe some people working as well, you know, like do they need me again, you know, or, uh, you know, because the online stuff is like crazy now. So people are like, okay, they found a way to do without me. Um, I, so, you know, I think we are in the same wave, but um, obviously we should learn a lot from this period of time, even on the way of triathlon coaching, I think. And I think it's one of the works and the jobs that suffer less because we always been doing online and thanks to the apps and to the watches and everything that we always being online before everybody right so because the device that we use and everything the data that we read is always online what changes the the coaching that we don't face the person right i think uh, definitely we should learn we should adapt a little bit we should incorporate some uh ways of coaching from what we are doing now um, we could learn um, a new schedule of training for sure where people maybe don't need to meet exactly always outside you know um, to gain time for example to gain a little bit of comfort and family time we know where uh, we live in dubai here so the summer is approaching we're also going to have a very reduced period of training right because it's going to be very early because of the heat or very late so maybe we're still going to have to use a lot of the online coaching um, groups for the next and uh, months and something that we never thought before uh, and now it's as you said it's becoming very natural for us 
I think uh, also another key for this um, online coaching or let's say remote, okay? Because it's, this is much more remote in, in a yeah. way that we, we see, we face the guys or the, the athletes through, through a camera, okay? So effectively, I think the key is to tailor their, their training, you know? If the athlete has the suspect that you're just copying and pasting and putting people in the class, then it's not gonna work. We are not robots, so we cannot do that. Okay, so we're, we're gonna try to tailor this one also in the future where, you know, we, we, we think about it, but you know, imagine a mixed class where, you know, some guys cannot come, but the guys are at the gym. That, well, definitely you can uh, remotely coach the other guys and, uh, you know, that, that could be a solution. You know, some, we, we will have to, to adapt again as soon as the things open. But I think we, uh, it's, it's going to be beneficial what we have done so far because uh, it has opened up uh, a new spectrum of activities that maybe we were not thinking about it. And, uh, and also, uh, you know, it, it has forced coaches to, to think about new challenges. And uh, that's gonna be the next topic. Let's take one minute break. Bespoke Coach is always going to provide you free tips and also good information on our Instagram and our website. Follow us, guys. So we, as coaches, we, we are trying to find solutions and we try to find ways to engage. What the, the athletes, obviously, what are the uh, the challenges right now. What 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 do we have in mind? What do you have in mind for the next challenge for your athletes, uh, Joao? I think the the challenge uh, that we coaches are facing is is also um, a challenge for the coach itself uh, to always be creative enough. Uh, you know, a certain way. You know, like to to give to the clients something new to do every week instead of the very traditional um, uh, sequence, you know, because we are, we are kind of living the same routine every day, right? And uh, without too many new things. So we are trying at BR uh, every week, trying to bring something new and something uh, fun. And that makes sense as well. You know, nothing like um, totally out of, triathlon so we're trying to keep things all together and the next one that we're gonna do is um, I think we are in our fourth challenge now uh, the next one we're gonna try to achieve a certain number of full Ironmans as a team in three days so what that means is everyone gonna uh, choose a distance uh, from Thursday to Saturday and uh, we're gonna accumulate the distance of the athletes during these three days. And we, we, are, we always think bigger at Bespoke Ride. So we're gonna try to at least finish around six full Ironmans as a team. What means uh, uh, that we're gonna have to do, to cover six times uh, 3,800 meters swimming, six times 108K bike, and six times uh, 42.2k run. I think easily we're gonna cover the bike because we have people riding like really well. We're gonna have some 
challenge to find the swim at distance, but we are using dry land cords as well as a, a compensation. So uh, as a challenge, we're gonna assume that if you do one stroke on the stretch cord, it's gonna cover one meter. So that's how we're gonna calculate. And then we have our heroes doing indoor runs, like balcony runs or uh, indoor apartment runs, or our coach Melina doing round of her house runs. And we have some athletes with the treadmill. So that's uh, what's gonna do this weekend. But I cannot yeah. tell you what's gonna happen next weekend. Yes, it sounds like a little bit in contrast to what we were saying uh, uh, before, because we said, well, it's a good moment to take it easy. But, you know, what, what I told my athletes regarding this challenge is not like, it's not your full race. Uh, also, you know, regarding all your self-awareness, what do you think you can do? What do you think, uh, you know, how, what, is, what is the distance you want to ride? What is the distance you want to run? And so they came up with good numbers, but not like I'm going to do it full because that would be, wouldn't be realistic. The people have not been picky, have not been tapering. So it's a, it's a matter of including these challenges in their workout so that they are engaged as a, as a team. And uh, you know, I remember there are guys that they don't have the tools, so they need to find out ways like the stretch cords. Okay, how do I count this one? Well, you know, you can set up on your Garmin to count the strokes so that, you know, and if you are engaged for one hour uh, or, yeah. or more, if you've done a, a full Ironman uh, swim in an hour and five minutes, if, you, if, you, if you're there for one hour, yeah, it, yeah. it's going to count like an Ironman swim. You know, we, do, we, we cannot be picky too much, yeah. but, exactly. but still. Uh, now, the, the, there are a few guys that we don't have any tools, so... As we said before, we need to tailor for them a challenge, maybe a mini, a mini triathlon, you know, doing uh, steps and doing uh, elastic cores or, uh, you know, a small activity. But there's going to be a challenge for, uh, for everybody. Okay, I think we can uh, conclude now for our first uh, episode of the chat with BR coaches, okay? And uh, drop us a message if you have any topics you want to talk about otherwise we will uh, chat next week very good thank you coach and guys hope you enjoyed today and um, see you soon in our sessions and uh, i hope you enjoyed today thank you joao thank you tomaso bye